Section 4 of Meditations from the Pen of Mrs. Maria W. Stewart. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by James K. White. Meditations from the Pen of Mrs. Maria W. Stewart by Maria W. Stewart. Meditations Introduction one two and prayer introduction tell me no more of earthly toys of sensual mirth and carnal joys for these are trifling things once more i am about to make a feeble effort in presenting the meditations of my heart before my friends and the public I am sensible that my writings show forth the want and knowledge, and that they are scarce worthy of a perusal. But as I have said before, I say again, such knowledge as God giveth to me, I impart to you. The author has, as it were, upon the one hand, basked in the sunshine of prosperity, and on the other, she has drunk deep in the cup of sorrow. Never did I realize, till I was forced to, that it was from God I derived every earthly blessing, and that it was God who had a right to take them away. I found it almost impossible to say, Thy will be done. It is now one year since Christ first spoke peace to my troubled soul. Soon after I presented myself before the Lord in the holy ordinance of baptism, my soul became filled with holy meditations and sublime ideas, and my ardent wish and desire have ever been that I might become a humble instrument in the hands of God, of winning some poor souls to Christ. Though I am sensible that Paul may plant and Apollo's water, but that God alone giveth the increase, through Christ strengthening me, I can do all things. Without him I can do nothing." It appears to me that because sin abounds, the love of many have waxed cold, and I cannot believe that God would have so long withheld the divine influences of his Holy Spirit from this people, had the professing followers of Christ more faithfully defended the cause of their blessed Lord and Master. For he has said that he will be inquired of by the house of Israel to do those things for them that they need. I have borrowed much of my language from the Holy Bible. During the years of childhood and youth, it was the black book that I mostly studied. And now, while my hands are toiling for their daily sustenance, my heart is most generally meditating upon its divine truths. I am more and more convinced that the cause of Christ will never be built up, Satan's kingdom will never be destroyed, the chains of slavery and ignorance will never burst, and morality and virtue will never flourish till pure and holy examples are set home and the professing followers of christ arise and shine forth and prove to the world that there is a reality in religion and a beauty in the fear of the lord meditation one my friends i have been sorely troubled in my mind and why 
It is because I have seen that many who have professed the name of Christ are not careful to discharge their duty faithfully to their dying fellow immortals around them. I have been considering that it will be but a poor excuse for me to say, when I appear at the awful bar of God, that the reason I neglected my duty was because I was faithful that this one would frown upon me and that one would smile. Religion has become too fashionable and too unpopular even among the professing followers of Christ. Oh, how will they feel in that day to see their skirts filled with the blood of souls? Will not their eyeballs start from their sockets to see sinners who have stumbled into hell over them? And will not their hearts be rent and twain to hear them in anguish condemn them? If thou warn not the wicked man to flee from his ways, and he die in his sins, his blood will I require at thy hand, saith the Lord of hosts. O oh, the value of time! O oh, the worth of immortal souls! The harvest indeed is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye, therefore, to the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth faithful laborers into his vineyard. My respected friends, I have indeed found that the Christian life is a life of warfare, for the spirit wars against the flesh and the flesh against the spirit, and I am forced to cry out with St. Paul from time to time, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of sin and death, for the good that I would do that I do not, and the evil that I would not do that I do? Meditation 2 How pleased and blessed was I to hear the people cry, Come, let us seek for God today. Yes, with a cheerful zeal, we'll haste to Zion's hill, and there our vows and honors pay. How amiable are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts, and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Truly I can say with the psalmist that I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. What a sublimity dwells among the assemblies of thy saints. Truly thine abodes of worship are none other than the very gates of heaven. The sun has risen gloriously upon the earth. Oh, that its rays might shine into this benighted soul of mine. Soon I shall be laid in the silent tomb or beneath the sod, and the places that know me now will know me no more forever. Then, O oh my soul, improve thy Sabbaths and waste not their precious hours. Grant that what I hear this day, O oh God, may not be as water spilt upon the ground, which cannot be gathered up, but may be as good seed sown in the heart springing up unto life eternal. I have just returned from church. The discourse made a deep and solemn impression on my mind. Oh, may what I have heard prove a rich and lasting blessing to my soul. Disrobe me, O God, of every impure and unholy affection, and make my soul a fit temple for thee to dwell in. Prayer O thou King Eternal, 
immortal, invisible, and only wise God, before whom angels bow and seraphs veil their faces, crying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. True and righteous are thy ways, thou King of saints. Help me, thy poor unworthy creature, humbly to prostrate myself before thee, and implore that mercy which my sins have justly forfeited. O God, I know that I am not worthy of a place at thy footstool, but to whom shall I go but unto thee? Thou alone hast the words of eternal life. Send me not away without a blessing, I beseech thee, but enable me to wrestle like Jacob and to prevail like Israel. Be graciously pleased, O God, to pardon all that thou hast seen amiss in me this day, and enable me to live more to thine honor and glory for the time to come. Bless the church to which I belong, and grant that when thou makest up thy jewels, not one soul shall be found missing. Bless him in whom thou hast set over us as a watchman in Zion. Let not his soul be discouraged. May he not fail to declare the whole counsel of God, whether sinners will hear or forbear. And now, Lord, what wait I for? My hope is in thee. Do more for me than I can possibly ask or think, and finally receive me to thyself. End of section 4 Recording by James K. White Chula Vista